Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Back in the boss man, short from the show, Coach Todd Lee, South Dakota Coyotes, five in a row in Summit League play. Coach, how you guys doing up there, South Dakota, man? Good. Uh, you know, we we've dealt with uh, COVID issues, uh, especially early in the season, and uh, that affected us from a preparation standpoint. We had a lot of guys get uh, were in quarantine for a number of days. We actually had one young man be in quarantine for fifty two days, and wow, he never had COVID. We've had other guys in there for 35 days. And, you know, it's not just that, but coming back, uh, not being in shape and you have to worry about injuries. And you also, you put things in and, and they miss practices. So then you got to reintroduce everything. And we, we have 11 new guys. So I think it affects veteran teams less. It affects everybody, but it affects veteran teams less. We're a little bit younger team this year. And uh, about the last month, we've really had no issues. and We've been able to practice, and I think that's why uh, it, it reflects our record. And we've played a lot better once we've been able to have more reps in practice and not miss days. Coach, you gotta touch on the points I'll make with you about trying to put stuff in because when you got 11 young guys, new guys on your roster, trying to put stuff in, so I'm pretty sure you're probably playing real, real simple and basic in November, December. Now you're starting to add little, little adjustments off of these different sets and looks and schemes. Now, and hopefully, that your guys, now that they can keep in that rhythm, can retain what you're trying to coach them up on in the wrinkles you add to all the players you all have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and it's really interesting because we are one of the leagues that play back-to-back nights. And so we either play Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. So you, now once you get in the league, we, we have five days off to prepare, and it's only one opponent. And so um, you just aren't as busy trying to prepare for two opponents a week. Uh, you can add things, as you said, uh, during the week because – now you have more time on your hands uh, to prepare for one opponent. And then we did go through the fall and, and the schedule isn't set. You know, you don't know when you're going to be playing. Sometimes you might play three games in a week. Now you're playing, you know, you have five days off and you can prepare and you can and put some things in. And now the guys have gotten used to the system and our staff has gotten used to our players and we've kind of settled into a, 
the roles of the team, which takes a while, especially when you have new guys. So oh, yeah. it's definitely a different feel now that we've hit league and we have a set time when we're playing games and we do have the week off to prepare and we have more time to add things, uh, both offensively and defensively. And playing those back-to-backs, I feel, I'm pretty sure that the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is a very key on, on recovery because, you know, when those guys play 80 minutes back-to-back, they're young kids, some of them, and they're in the AAU, of course, but when playing competitive, hard, D1 basketball back-to-back, it's going to take a, t- a tax and toll on them and probably you and your voice as well, coach, and the coach them up hard on those <laughs> back-to-back days. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it's tough on everybody because if you play a – a Friday, Saturday, and then you're traveling back home on a Sunday. Um, you know, you don't really feel Sunday is a day off, but it doesn't really feel like a day off oh, yeah. if you're traveling. And so we normally will take Monday off or just do something really light. We talked to our training staff, and they actually said it would be best not to take Monday totally off, but just bring them in and do something light where you maybe and do some stretching with your your strength coach and and do some shooting and then maybe walk through some things. But we definitely have taken more that that uh, first day back uh, after a long weekend because that Friday, Saturday, or even Saturday, Sunday, uh, back-to-back games, and you've got guys playing, as you said, sometimes 70 minutes uh, in, in back-to-back games. That, that, that's tough. And, and so injury prevention and making sure – that the guys get in the training room and they're drinking plenty of fluids. Uh, it's even more important, I think, this year. Especially when you had stopping and starting, Coach. How was your training staff's plan to keep guys from getting out nagging, knee, groin, ankle, that lags all year long and does not never goes away? Because I know when you stop and start, that's hard because you get in that rhythm, you get lathered up, and all of a sudden stop. Then getting back into it, you, you're susceptible to that nagging that lasts all year long. Yeah. We just had a week off, which was nice to have. So we played 12 games going into uh, – we just came back from UMKC, and we had played 12 games, which as of last weekend was top 10% in the country in number of games played. So this week we actually had a bye uh, based on our schedule, and they put one in just in case you did miss some games. So this past week uh, weekend we didn't have games. Which I, which I think is really important uh, for our guys. And you said the nagging injuries and things that, you know, uh, tendonitis in the knee and we got a guy with a foot problem and he's able to, you know, take, take a day or two off from practice because you don't have a game. We're headed to Western Illinois this weekend to play. Um, but, but we were able to take some time off, get in the training room, get in the weight room, do a bunch of rehab, take some days off because we did start classes last week too. And so last week was really important to our, for the year, I think, uh, to get our guys a little bit more healthy. Now, Coach, academically, your assistant coaches probably had to play a bigger role because when the guys are virtual or hybrid or, you know, I couldn't do it, Coach. I need to be in class. So I know <laughs> your, your academic advisor and your assistant coach has been very key to keeping young men's grades high as well, knowing that I always – change around them having to be flexible at all times yeah it's interesting some guys are really good at it and it doesn't affect them um you know the virtual learning because we do kind of a hybrid here some classes uh will meet one or two days a week and then have the other times off some will just be online some are meeting all the time so uh all their classes are in meeting but most of our guys 
uh, do have online classes. And we do a great job. We have a great academic coordinator named Becky Jensen. And she played at Creighton. She was one of the best players to ever play at Creighton. And she uh, does an unbelievable job. We had the highest GPA uh, that we've ever had here this past fall uh, and for, and since we've been Division One, And that's really a credit to our guys. It's a credit to Becky. Uh, but you're right. It is different. Some guys don't learn as well virtually. And I have sons, uh, I have one son in high school and I've sat with him and he's, he's been on the computer for five or six hours. And I, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I could do that. Uh, that would be tough for me. I think it's, I'd learn better uh, being in a classroom. Some guys it does affect, some guys it doesn't. Uh, but uh, you've got to figure that out and, you, and you've got to make sure you're on top of, of the guys that it does affect, especially the online classes. Most definitely, Coach, you know, because I said, because most important factor is there are still student athletes. That's what's important. You want them to get that degree and leave South Dakota and move on and their allows to be better husbands, fathers, and businessmen, yep. whatever they choose to be, because that degree is so important because it can take you places. As long as you have that degree behind your name from a university like South Dakota, it's very known around the nation. So I think it's a great thing you're doing. Your staff and Becky's doing it for your young men. Make sure they're on point still. Yeah, that's uh, everybody has a dream of playing basketball, right? That's why they play Division One basketball. They, if you, if we, we ask the guys who wants to play professionally, and they all raise their hand. Um, but you and I both know that one, uh, a very low percentage are going to play professionally enough to make money, you know, to support their family or make a living. The other thing, eventually, it's going to stop one day, and uh, no matter how good you are, and to have that a degree, and and nowadays with summer school. And the extra year, a lot of guys get into their masters. And if you can get a master's done, that's a big time when the school's paying for it. And our university does that. And we get a, they get a master's. Uh, that's a big time deal. But as you said, that degree behind your name, it just opens doors. It gives you opportunities, uh, you know, uh, gives you better uh, options, you know, when you decide what you want to do professionally. Yeah, I think I'm going to get my, getting my doctorate, Coach, think about doing that in between all my coverage of media and covering teams, but it's on my mind to get that doctor degree because I can do so much more yeah. outside of this radio thing. I, I love what I do, of course, but I feel like if I get a doctorate, I can definitely do some more things outside of this radio thing I'm doing right now. You can teach. You can do a lot of things. And, Coach, speaking of teaching, this has been a weird year outside, off the court as well. So how has it been trying to teach your young men about the country and the things that have been going on around us, keeping your young men's minds focused on the better the better angels of, of, our, of our people, that we are closer together than we are apart. And even though people are trying to divide us, that we all are bleed, bleed, bleed the same way. When you cut our fingers, it's all the same red blood underneath the, those that skin. So how did you kind of use this opportunity to teach your young men about life and coming together and being a family and being a we? more than the than I. Yeah, we, you know, when all this, uh, there's a lot of things that happen when we couldn't be around each other. So we had to have Zoom calls and meetings and talk to our guys. And we, we encouraged them to express their thoughts and feelings and what they go through and what everybody goes through. Because everybody deals with everything differently, but you want to make sure that everybody gets to express uh, their feelings and, and what affects them because they, the only way to help them is to know how it affects them. Oh yeah. I, I also, the one thing I always, I told our guys being, we're so lucky to be in athletics. Yes. Uh, because 
we have guys from other countries. We have guys from uh, the inner city. We have guys from rural area. And we're always around each other. And you figure out real quick that we're all the same. Yes. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> but a lot of people don't have that opportunity because they don't, they aren't around other people and they think that people are different. I know that, and that's what we talk to our guys about. It's hard for me to fathom people think differently about somebody because of the color of their skin. I just have been very fortunate to be around people my whole career. Uh, I know that everybody is, you said the same. Uh, they all want the same things. Uh, the, the, how smart they are, how good a people they are, has nothing to do with what they look like. Yes. And, but we learn that because we're around different people all the time. Now, some people unfortunately aren't, and that's where they—that's when the prejudices come in. And I try to explain that to our guys uh, that we are very fortunate because we get to see it every day, and uh, we get to know uh, there's good in everybody. Um, you got to find it, and then we're around other people that don't look like us, don't talk like us. We got foreign guys, you know, and, and they don't. Everybody's the same, and and uh, the biggest thing is how you treat people. Uh, do ne never judge somebody as, as Martin Luther King said, uh, judge them on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And that's the biggest thing that, that, uh, I think is easy to do when you're at, in athletics yes. in a locker room, but it's hard in other places. And that's unfortunate at times. And coach, I'll tell you a quick story. I didn't meet my first white kids. I was seven years old in 94 playing travel baseball. I didn't care that those kids were white. I just wanted to win. I just want to put on my, right. exactly. I want to put on my Georgia all-stars Jersey and win right. and keep traveling around Georgia <laughs> winning on the weekends. I didn't care. Yeah. I was seven years old coach. And I grew up in the city of Atlanta and very much, very poor, but, that baseball gave me a way out to, you know, see other parts of George, meet other people that I didn't even wasn't around because of where I lived in, in Atlanta. And that's that's I think sports gives you that opportunity a lot of times. And and even as a young man playing baseball, uh, we're very fortunate to do what we do. Uh, and because you get that opportunity to to see everybody, every, different cultures, different, you meet different, and our guys talk about it all the time. They're, they're learning things about foreign players coming in and, and how they live their life, how they talk, how they, you know, what it's like in their country. It gives you a great opportunity to learn about other people. And you learn real quick, we're all the same. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you all want the same thing, uh, you know, and, and it has nothing to do with the way you look like, what you look like. It has nothing to do. Yeah, Coach, seeing and getting to see rural Georgia, which I never saw before, living in Atlanta. I never saw rural Georgia, a seven-year-old. Now, Coach, I will tell you, having horse manure <laughs> as the the dirt on the field, <laughs> Coach, that was a foreign yeah. concept to me at seven years old. I'm like, why does it stink? They was like, it's horse manure, JR. It's what, it's what they used yeah. to make. You know, I'm from the city. I have no idea, Coach, what this sure. was. I was seven years old, but it's. It, I say that that really has changed my life because I got to see different people, different cultures, uh, different people, people's perspectives. We as kids, we all had a common goal: winning the yep. baseball game. It wasn't about where we were from. So you're so and it right. Also, it teaches you that it's a learned thing. Racism's a learned thing. Yes. I mean, we don't. We don't. We're not born racist. I mean, it's yes. a. We, we, you, you, some, some people, unfortunately, that's how they're brought up or, 
and or that's the way they think but it's it's a learned uh thing we're we're all you know when we were born and and you know and as you said as a young child you're not thinking okay he's white he's well i'm just thinking i just want to play baseball and be around these guys and good guys and and win some of them still my friends since day coach and that's it's been a, over a 25 year friendship and it's playing travel baseball so I, I i'm i'm an example of how you know it doesn't matter like you say it's a very learning yep. behavior and it's all about coming together and being one that's why you know i'm using it as my show coach now to, to preach that message because you know i have listened from chattanooga Tennessee down the past making the one of robin so i got a, a vast area to cover and i feel like so many yep. people here I, I can touch with the, with this microphone i have in front of me that what god's given me to do bless people with my voice to say hey i'm an example of what life can be and what america can be if we all yep. put our minds to it together and come together as one and do it the right way with for the right reasons no question yep and that's uh that's great you get to talk about it and and talk about those examples of growing up and, and uh, people you've touched and doesn't matter what, what they look like. And coach, for, for, for your team, let me ask you this, man, recruiting via Zoom for you guys. I know South Dakota has a great campus up there. It's, it's, it's out there to itself in a great little small college town. How has it been trying to recruit via Zoom when you can't get got to show them how great, great, great your campus is? Yeah, we've had to do a lot of things uh, uh, by Zoom, and but it's kind of helped us a little bit to do a presentation, not just of uh, uh, the athletic department and our program and the success that we've had, but also the campus. And so uh, we we did a really a great presentation uh, for for parents and for our uh, recruits, and our actually our admissions office called us and heard about it. And they wanted us to send it to them so they could uh, see what we were doing, because obviously they recruit students too. It, it's made you uh, get out of the box, you know, and think differently uh, about how to recruit and ways to present your campus and your athletic department, your program uh, to uh, student athletes or recruits and their families. So it has been, um, it's been difficult but it, it it's made you do things that that's uh i think it will help you in the future it has been we've been able you know we haven't we don't, aren't on the road and i think the dead period's extended till april now and so you can just kind of lock in too from a coaching standpoint and just focus on coaching your team you know you're not on the road going to high school games or going to junior college games you can just lock in your staff and just develop your players and uh, work with your team. And I think that's the one part that's been a positive for sure during this pandemic. The dead period has been extended. We don't have to worry about being on the road. We can just coach our team. And I think that's been great. Now, Coach, do you think the Summit League will keep, keep the back-to-backs next year or, it will, or will it go away pandemic willing? I think it'll go uh, go away. I think they'll go back to that Thursday, Saturday type of uh, schedule uh, where you have a day off and then you're traveling to the the, the uh, travel partner. Um, our league is a little bit of a mixture, but for the most part, um, you know, we're up and down the I-29. Uh, we can get to the next uh, team pretty quickly. Uh, Denver and Oral Roberts are a little bit outliers in Western Illinois. But for the most part, you've got UMKC and Omaha and South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota, North Dakota State, up and down the I-29, and it's pretty easy to get to. 
I think they'll go back to the Thursday, Saturday. And I think that from a fan's perspective is, is better also. Last one I have for you, Coach, is this. What was your quarantine hobby? Mine was playing the guitar and trying to get better at that. So what was your quarantine <laughs> hobby? <laughs> I played as much golf as I could. Uh, and, you know, there isn't uh, – that was a – I got down my, – my handicap got down uh, to the lowest it's ever it's been for a oh, long wow. time since I was a kid. Because I've – and, and we've got a great golf course here, and, and I, I we're an hour from Sioux Falls. Uh, I've got my brother lives up there, and he he takes me golfing. And there's boosters and alums up there that, that play. And so when you can't coach, you can't have basketball camps in the summer, you can't go recruiting. Um, I just played as – I think golf, too, is my um, my a competitive outlet when you're not coaching. So you get to compete at something and you have the same group of guys playing. And so you have a lot of fun and talk some smack and, oh, yeah. and get after it. And uh, so that was my quarantine outlet. See, Coach, mine is bowling and tennis. Now, the golf okay. course, it's all going right. Every, every shot's going right for me, Coach. <laughs> I can't get this straight. It's, it's all going right, homie, man. It's like I'm swinging. I'm like, I was like, you all gonna take yeah. my money today. You're gonna take all my money. I can't I can't beat you guys, but a tennis court or the bowling alley, I got you. <laughs> well, you must have good hand-eye coordination. So I think if you worked on golf, you'd be good at it. You just gotta it's it's a very frustrating sport if you uh as you said, sometimes it just keeps going the same way. But you can watch a pro, uh he he could be really good one week and the next week he can't figure it out either. So it's a very it's a very frustrating sport at times. Yeah, I told myself I'm learning how to swim finally, Coach. I've tried to do that three times, and I'll, I can't get past that kickboard stage, Coach. It's like, <laughs> it's like I, I kickboard, so I can't get past the kickboard stage. So I told myself I'm going to learn how to swim eventually because I, I love the beach, Coach, but I can't swim. I go out in the water and I get back real fast. <laughs> That's a good workout, too, swimming. So, yeah, so, Coach, yeah. I'm trying that, man, with Coach. I always love our chats. And thank you for your time. It was yep. always coaching. You be safe Thanks up God, there, man. man. Yep. Stay warm up there. I know you're going to yeah, try hard. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right. Bye, Dale. See you, coach. All right. Yep. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.